Ladies, 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 welcome to Linking Arms. I'm your hostess, Nadine McGowan. This podcast is by Purposeful Living Inc., which is a nonprofit that exists to serve the modern woman. We define the modern woman as the woman who looks like she has it all together, but behind closed doors, she's hurting, searching, or lonely. We're here to talk about real things with real women, to heal, to grow, to inspire, encourage, empower you to be the woman you are created to be. We are so glad you're here. Let's get started. Ladies, I am here with Miss Rebecca Berg today. Uh, and our topic for today is separation versus connection. Separation from one another, separation from God versus connection with one another and connection with God. And I'm so happy to have you here, Rebecca. Thank you for joining us and welcome. Yes. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. So talk to me, kind of kick us off of, of um, what you were just sharing with me earlier of this topic and why separation and connection matter. Yeah, I think speaking um, just to women, I feel like one thing we crave is community and authentic relationships. I think the average, I'm a pastor for 15 years. And when I talk to women, one of the biggest things is they're lonely and they just don't know how to find authentic relationships or, or how to grow in the relationship. And so as we kind of just dive in and figure out like why that is a couple things always come to the surface. And one is they aren't genuine to themselves. Like they don't, they're, they're not as women. Sometimes we, we compare ourselves like all the time to other women. We judge ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves. Like we're not, we don't feel like we're the great mom. We don't feel like we're a good enough wife. We don't feel like we're smart enough or pretty enough or good employee. Like you name it, fill in the blank. Like if you have the, I'm not enough statement, like what would you put in that statement? I'm not like for me for longest time, it was like, I'm just not enough. I didn't feel like I was enough as a woman, as a wife, as a parent, as a, as someone in ministry, it just wasn't enough. And those are, those are the false identities that we sometimes like live in. And so then when we're trying to build relationships and community, those things start to come to surface and we start to feel like, well, I'm not enough. Like I'm not enough for my spouse. I need to be a better spouse or I'm not enough for my kids because I'm balancing work and being a mom. And so we start to tell ourselves we're not enough or we're not good enough. Or we hop on social media and we see how, you know, this woman over here is balancing job and relationship and taking her kids everywhere. And and we feel self-defeated because we don't feel like we can do that. And so then when we get those identities and then when we start to get the anxiety and then we start to get the depression and we start to, you know, start to panic a bit and we start to lose ourselves. And we, we wonder like, how can we, why do we feel so alone in this? Why do we feel like we can't do this? Where, who's someone I can call and talk to about this? Who's someone I can lean into? And that's when there's, there's this separation, you know, like between others and even God, it's just, how do we, live truly for who we are in, and who we are and be genuine in our relationships. Like this is who I am as a mom, as a spouse, as an employee, this is what I'm capable of doing. This is my giftings, my talents, my abilities, and be confident in that. 
And that's how we start to be able to, to then have authentic relationships with others instead of comparing or judging or thinking we need to add more or do more to our lives. And it's the same with God, um, our relationship with God. We often, um, as Christians, sometimes we can we can blame God for so many things. And then when things happen, we're like, where's God? Like, how come I don't feel him? How come I don't? I don't know what to do next. Where's my direction? You know, and we, we feel separated from them and our, we put our blame on, on God and we blame God for that. And the Bible tells us in Romans eight thirty eight that nothing can separate us from God. It says neither height nor depth nor anything else in creation. So nothing in creation, that means relationships, that means um, circumstances, nothing can separate you from God um, because of his love for us. But we often we're the ones who separate ourselves from God because we let relationships, we let, let our false identity, we let our, our shortcomings become our identity and who we are. And we start to separate ourselves from God through that. And yeah. And so part of just my passion in life has been able to just walk alongside women and help us to figure out who is our true identity. Like, who are you? Who are you created to be? And you're created for a purpose and live in that and how do we let go of all the other stuff that all those false thoughts identities behind us that's such i mean you had me going in so many different directions and i love so much of what you said and i i like to kind of go back and pause at a couple of parts and just shine a light on them you know the first thing was about the loneliness mm-hmm. and i think as women sometimes we think we are the only one who ones who feel lonely you know, but man, that is, we just did a survey and it was over 80%. I was trying to find the stat, but I couldn't pull it up quickly enough, but it was over 80% of the women. Um, oh, here it's exactly 80% of women in our community in Hamilton and Marion County, based on the survey that we did suffer from feelings of loneliness and isolation. And so if you are feeling lonely right now, you are not alone. Yeah. And, and a lot of that comes from our, our relationships aren't deep. They're not personal. They're not authentic. They're, you know, like when, when I get together with a group of women, it's always just the conversation kind of stays sometimes surfacey. You know, we talk about our jobs. We talk about what we're doing this summer. We talk about, you know, um, what our kids are doing, but we don't talk about we never get beyond that. We never get to like the, hey, like I'm really struggling right now, or I'm, you know, this week was miserable, or my anxiety is really heightened, and here's why I think it is. Or even, um, I don't know if the statistic is on this, but you know, it's hard for the average person to go to someone and say, hey, can you pray for me? And the reason behind that is, is because most of us feel like our prayers aren't. Um, like someone else is always struggling a little bit more. Like we kind of diminish our prayer requests. Like, well, like I'm struggling right now with this, but I know that so-and-so they're struggling with illness or they're struggling with, you know, a loss in the family or grief. And so I'm not going to reach out for prayer. And so then we start to then diminish what we're feeling. So when we get into community with other women or people, we just kind of stand that surface of, oh, my kids are in this and, you know, we're going here and we leave not feeling full but we leave feeling still lonely or we have a moment of, of, okay, I'm not lonely anymore, but then we get back in the car and wake up tomorrow morning. And I'm like, man, I still feel really lonely. Like I still feel like I'm doing life alone. 
So yes, I, I agree with you, Rebecca, of the loneliness comes from us not fully sharing ourselves, not fully going a layer lower. And I love what you said earlier about we're not being genuine or we, we tend to compare or we fall into the trap of I am not enough. I mean, those are some really great things to go, okay, I separate from people because I am comparing and, or because I feel like I'm not enough. And I feel like what came up for me as you were sharing was maybe the first step is being honest with ourselves about how we feel. Cause I know sometimes there are seasons where I don't even pause to even think about what's going on for me under the surface. So how can I share that I'm anxious with somebody or that I'm depressed or that I'm battling something when I don't even have time to think about it because I am so busy and I'm keeping myself busy because I don't want to feel the yuck. And what I heard you say is like being honest with ourselves and embracing who and where we are right where we are is kind of the first step. Yeah. You made a good point is that we don't pause. And I think as women, well, I think as individuals, but definitely as women, like we tend to, we have our to-do list or our lives are so packed that like for us to pause is almost like scheduling that in sometimes into our lives. Like when can I take a moment to pause? And then when we do, it's, it's hard again, when you're alone to process through what you're actually going through. And so it's so some questions to ask yourself, like, so if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, like I struggle with not having authentic relationships, or I struggle with loneliness, or I struggle with maybe processing through some of my, some of my, where I'm at or why I feel the way that I feel questions to ask yourself when you can pause, or maybe just even when you're in the car is if you feel the anxiety, go through your day and start processing, processing through, like, am I anxious about my kids at school? Cause I'm dropping my kid off at school. Well, no, that's not it. Am I anxious about a meeting coming up? No, I feel confident about that. Am I anxious about, you know, maybe it's, maybe think about if you're married, your marriage, and then maybe that's it. Maybe something triggers and you're like, oh, I really need to have that conversation with my husband. And that's the anxiety is stemming from that, but I haven't processed through that yet. And so, you know, then where the anxiety is coming from and since so asking yourself, okay, like what about that in my marriage or what about that in my career or what about that in my, you know, life that's causing anxiety do like, how can I take the next step to figure out how do I get over the anxiety? And part of that is like, you can pray through that. And, and, you know, like the Bible tells us to give all of our anxiety to the Lord. So pray over your marriage, pray over the conversation you have with your spouse and then have that conversation, like put that down. That you're going to have that conversation or if it's your children, pray over your children, pray over the conversation you have or the situation they're going through and asking God for wisdom and going through that. Um, but ask yourself, like, where am I at right now? Like I call it my, I am statement. Like I am today feeling great and I'm joyful. Great. Take a moment and thank God for the life you have. Take a moment to be grateful for where you're at or if it's I am right now feeling alone. Okay. Ask yourself why, like what type do you have authentic relationships? Like are the people that you have in your life right now, people that you could call up today and say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Or will they just be like, Oh, this is weird. Like she just called saying she's struggling or, or do you have people in your life that can call you out on the tough stuff? You know, like that can say, you know, like you need to, you know, take time for yourself. You need to slow down. You need to let this go. You need to, so like ask yourself, what's my I am statement? Like today I am feeling fill in the blank. 
So good. So rich. So many things, again, that I am getting from this. And I can go in so many different directions. <laughs> One thing that I loved was scheduling the pause. Yeah. Man, is that powerful. And I do that. So I create margin in my schedule that I actually schedule into my schedule. And a lot of times it gets used with things that I needed to do that I never scheduled in. And man, am I so glad I had that margin space to do it. And other times I can take that extended quiet time. I can take time to think and process and plan and connect with God and, you know, whatever it is. So I love the scheduling, the pause. And then the other thing that I love that you said is pausing. And I love that tool of like using that I am statement, but when there's something coming up, like mine is, I call it my heart to heart and I'll pause and I'll put my hand on my heart. And I'll, I'll ask myself, like, what is this really about Nadine? Like, what is this really about? The anxiety, the stress, the sadness, whatever is coming up. What is it really about? Mm -hmm. And then usually something comes up and I'm like, what's that really about? Because usually at first it's like, I'm blaming somebody else. Well, this person said this to me and that created anxiety or this person did X, Y, Z. Okay. Well, it's not about them. So what is it about for me? What is that about? And then when I can get to the bottom of it, then I can know what I need, which is so, so healthy. And then I have to go back to like the separation and connection because I like had this aha moment as you were sharing earlier. And that is, I think a lot of times we separate from God because we're scared to be authentic with him. Yes. We put God in a, we take our heavenly father who knows all things. Like God created all things. He, I tell women all the time that today alone, God's going to do a thousand things in your life. And you might only be aware of two of those things because that's what God's doing. Like he is planning your tomorrow and your day after he gave you your children on the day they were born. Cause he needed them to be born on that day. Cause he has a plan for their life. Right. And so he's planning out things for your, your children, for you, for your spouse, for your friends, for your parents, whoever's in your life, God is always working. And so then when we separate ourselves from God. Oftentimes we put, we're putting God in the same um, relationship as our human earthly relationships, right? Like we start to blame God for things in our lives um, instead of kind of processing through what's going on in our own life and how we are handling situations and how we're, you know, like, um, are we growing closer to God? Are we, do we know how to do that? Do we, you know, oftentimes I hear women say, I don't know how to pray. And if you can say, dear God, I need help. You just prayed like it's, it, you know, like it's, it's, we start living in these lives. Like, I don't know my Bible enough, or I don't know um, how to pray, or I don't know where to even begin. And so instead of figuring that out, we kind of just stop. And then we feel really distant from God. And then when things happen in life, which things are going to happen, life is hard at times, right? We have trials, we have difficulties. We tend to just blame God and say that he's not here. And the thing that we miss is God is always here. He is present. He is working in your lives. Even when we don't feel close to him, he is working and moving because he loves us so much and he cares for us and we're his children. And so he, and he wants what, what's best for us. So part of my passion is like, you know, we're talking about loneliness. We're talking about like not connecting. And it's, I think it's something like you said, 80 some percent of women struggle with this. It's how then do we, learn how to connect with God? How do we learn how to connect with other people? How do we see God in his true form, which is the almighty God who knows all things? And then how do we connect with 
people and friendships being authentic to who God created us to be. And I, I believe in like, you know, we, I, we created Sparrow Mentoring for that reason. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about Sparrow Mentoring? Because I love this. I love everything about this. So tell us a little bit about what it does and what it's about. Yeah. So so last year during COVID, um, something my husband, my husband um, is a family marriage therapist and something that I was telling him that I just heavy on my heart, but also just I was experiencing through just relationships were how people were one thing very lonely because we all became isolated from each other, right? We did a lot of zooming and a lot of like meetings, but they weren't this personal contact. Um, also just loneliness. So loneliness, depression, anxiety, because we didn't know, especially at the beginning of COVID, what was happening and how long this would last and what would become. There's a lot of unknown questions. And with that came the question of, how do we have relationships with people, but also how do we find God? Because there's a lot of people didn't understand where God was at in the midst of this. Like, how could this possibly happen? Or what's God doing? Or when will this end? Were questions that I was experiencing just through my own personal life, but also just my job um, in ministry. And so it was heavy on my heart one day. It's like middle of November. I went for a walk and it was just cold and I just needed out of the house. I had two boys. I told Jonathan, I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk. You, you guys hang out and walked around the neighborhood and came back just praying through this. Like, God, like, what do you do when people are lonely? What do you do when people are anxious? Like, what is it you want me to do with this? And I um, came back, sat on my porch and on the tree, there are these two sparrow birds. And again, it's just super cold outside. There are these birds. And it reminded me of a verse in Luke that says, no one is that none of them are forgotten by God. That these little birds are worth more than us as his heaven, as his children, but they are not forgotten by God. So in this cold winter, they're just two birds sitting there surviving the cold. And I'm like, that's it. Like, I want people to know you are not forgotten by God. Like he sees you. He's working in your life every day. You're not alone. And it starts with, God. And when we can have an authentic relationship with God and understand what that is and who God is, then we can have authentic relationships with other people because our identity comes from Christ. It doesn't, we don't live for our identity and that's, you know, striving to be the best mom and striving to be the best wife and striving to be the best employee. We live from our identity and that's children of God and who Christ is. And so we created Sparrow Mentoring just for that. It's mentoring individuals one-on-one or we do group workshops, um, but helping people figure out like just who God is and what God wants and where God is at in their life. And, you know, you can't say anymore. I don't know how to read the Bible because we help you learn how to walk through the Bible or how to pray anymore because we help you figure out a rhythm of prayer in your life. And it's about we do like 12 sessions and you, and through that, you kind of walk through each session, but you grow and you, um, yeah, understand who God is better. So yeah. I love it. I love everything about it. And ladies we will include links and things like that, where you can plug into Sparrow Mentoring, if that speaks to you. Um, you know, as you were sharing earlier, something came up to me about a story with a woman that I had been working with and she came to me and she admitted she was having an affair on her husband. She wasn't, she's not a believer, wasn't a believer. Um, but she, um, she admitted that. And my response to her was God still loves you and do not run away from God, but run, look to God. Like he will be able to help you through this. And she was like, I have been running away from God because she was raised in the church. And she realized, man, I've been running away from God. 
And so she shifted that perspective. And I'm so happy to say like her marriage has been redeemed. She now has a deep, meaningful relationship with God. And I think sometimes when we are not being authentic or not being true to ourselves, we'll run away from God. When in reality, when we seek him, it's when we find the healing and everything that we need. And I love that Sparrow Mentoring walks alongside women. And yeah, Jeremiah 29, 13 says, seek me and you'll find me. And that's a guarantee. Anytime you go to the Lord and you just say, Lord, I need help, or I don't know what to do. It doesn't have to be a grand gesture. Like God sees you. He knows where you're at, but seek me and you'll find me Jeremiah 29, 13, and you will always find him. He will be there like that and he'll be in your presence and you'll sense that. And so it's just, it starts there. You're exactly right. Just seeking God and you will find him. And then, yeah. That's so good. Mm -hmm. So a couple of things just to kind of wrap this up here, ladies, and I want to kind of do, I want to invite you or challenge you to consider a couple of things. Um, Number one is maybe take a pause and think about, do I have authentic relationships? And, and, And is there, is there, do I want more authentic relationships? And are there people in my life who I could have, they are safe people where I can open up with, where I can be more authentic with, because the way we heal separation is we step into authenticity, right? Like when we are authentic and with others, then that's going to help us to connect. Uh, The other thing is, is there areas in your life where you need to schedule a pause Maybe you need to implement the I am statement. So think about that. Maybe that's a new habit that you want to implement. Maybe every morning or every time you feel something coming up, you pause and go, what is my I am statement right now? What is that about? And then, and then is there, is it, is growing closer to God, something that your heart desires? Uh, and if so, we have tons of resources. Um, Sparrow Mentoring has some resources and there's tons of ways that you can connect. But I think the first step is identifying like, what is my next step? What yeah. does matter to me? And then taking that on. So with that, Rebecca, is there anything that you want to wrap us up with? No, I mean, I would, everything you said, I would challenge as just, if you're listening to this, to this podcast, I would take a moment and just, what do you need in life? Like if something could change in your life tomorrow and make it, make it way better, what would that be? And then how do you go about that change? And it's, I mean, for me personally, I think it starts with just seeking God, finding him and praying over whatever that is. And he'll guide your steps and direct your steps towards how to have that change in your life and trusting in that with God as well. That's so good. And then uh, what I'd love to kind of wrap us up with, and if you don't know the song, I don't even know the name of it, but I know a part of it. And I, it kept playing in my head as Rebecca, you were sharing. And the line goes, um, in, it says, in in this moment heaven's working everything for your good and i'm not a singer so don't (laughs) pick on me for that but i love that statement of like in this exact moment god heaven is working every single thing for your good walk in that truth ladies you are loved Thank you for spending your time with us today. For more on Purposeful Living Inc., visit our website, purposefullivinginc.org. We offer free coaching, growth groups, events, and have a care team waiting to support you. For more encouragement, you can also find Purposeful Living on your favorite social media platform. Leave a comment, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. 
Remember, ladies, you are loved. You are chosen. You are seen. You are valued. You have a purpose and your purpose matters. Talk to you soon. We love you.